Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Britain. I was happy that you did what you did in the first moto because, truthfully, you weren't getting the credit you deserve coming in. Yeah. Second, first moto, you kind of prove that, uh, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, the thing that pissed me off about it was that if it was last year, it would have been your first moto win, but you just seem to be a second-place guy no matter what. Uh, second moto, average start, didn't really go forward or back, but it was all right, I guess, but you don't look happy at all. No, I mean, let's start, you know, I mean, it's nice to come in as an underdog, you know, because this takes the pressure off. But of course, I wanted to show, hey, guys, I'm here as well, you know, but I think they, they know, especially after first moto and the starting and all is going well. So that's also what I, you know, try to do. I'm not here to finish eight, you know, but second moto, I, I had a great feeling on the track. Everything went well, but I had a bit of spin on the grill because the, it was wet, you know, it, tough to get the balance, but still turning out fourth or fifth you know first corner which, which was all right and i felt great but then second turn downhill pit lane right uh, took second rut clemode sal first rut and we just touched like just uh, contact i mean that's just racing because the ruts came together but it just ripped off my rear brake so corner two no rear brake this was a kind of disaster fucked you were fucked at that point yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, no way, this can't happening, you know, because I was just ready to fight for another podium spot, you know, and then realizing you have no brake on a track like this with all those ruts where you always constantly use the brake to balance your bike in the ruts sometimes or, you know, in the jumps, like the quad, you know, sometimes you just... And then I checked it in the first lap, I saw it was ripped off, you know, so I just put my mindset to try to go with it and I managed to f take good points you know I mean still really good riding and good points but I I mean man I was feeling that good out there also in the second moto ready to fight up front and ready to get on the podium for sure you know even GP win can be possible when, when we saw all the others today you know team making mistakes first moto and okay dominating the second one but still I was up there so I'm really happy about one one side and really pissed about the bad luck, but that's racing and we have 19 to go, so we will see. One thing I have been wondering recently is you rode amazing at China last year because the pressure was off, so you could be looser. So how can you be looser like that this year, but from the beginning when you've got to worry about points and all of that stuff? Or do you think that just comes with experience and being more comfortable? This is a tough question. That's, just that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> that's just mindset and mental stuff, you know? I mean... You just got to think everybody has the same problem. I mean, other guys have more pro uh, pressure, like Jeffrey. He needs to win. If he does third, nobody is happy with him, you know. I mean, okay, I'm also not happy anymore finishing third, but it's a little different. But still, I, I you know, I try to prepare mentally for this, you know. I mean, it's just a whole thing behind you have to build up you just need to look left and right at the gate and you need to have something in your mind whatever it is whatever you think whatever you think of the others of yourself it needs to make you feel that you can beat them that's the most important if you believe here you can do it you know of course there's loads behind all the training how is the bike set up how does that go how are you how is your confidence but when this is all set it's all here you know and that's what you ask me basically but i i'm not gonna give you my tricks but like it's you know it's all mental of course one thing i have been thinking is um obviously with weekend with the weather snow hail everything i think that the track we ended up with though was the best matterly we've had in a while because recently when we've had dry weather it started getting quite fast slick there haven't been that many lines this was quite technical and pretty good 
Honestly, the track was not in good shape yesterday and, and today morning because it was so hard underneath and still a bit slick and muddy. But this afternoon it was amazing. I mean, second moto, I if I would have a real break, I wouldn't show you a lot, you know. I mean, even like this, it was the track was cool. Like I was impressed uh, the way how the weather was, the way how everybody said, hey, it's going to be mud, blah, blah, blah. I always actually kept saying, yeah, come on, guys, it's England. You never yeah. know. I mean, you see my butt patch, it's like... <laughs> can be one blue sky and feeling like we are in Spain and 10 minutes later it's hailing you know but we had a lot of luck track was perfect as you said I, I really we couldn't look for anything better for racing I think uh, last thing you're in a really good spot right now aren't you this is the first off season you've had in a while that's been smooth sailing you haven't been ill or searching for a deal so I'm guessing that you just kind of need to keep on keeping on like there's nothing really that you need to change or fix because you're there already Exactly. This is, you know, my f my best uh, start into a season in a while. You know, I mean, I have everything done. I have a strong team behind with uh, Michele's crew being here. You know, uh, Vilvo doing a, a good job already. You know, it takes a bit of time to settle things, but I I believe now, also after this weekend, it will be okay. You yeah. know, it's it's not there yet as I wish it would be, but I think it will be will be good in a few weeks and bike is good uh, atmosphere around I mean like you said I have a really strong base and I don't need to freak out and and this is making me stronger you know uh, you can answer this question quickly actually Michaeli's group are they going to be at every GP or just European ones yes everywhere because that's really what I ask for and this is also good I'm the guy now at Yamaha you know I mean I, oh, you are the guy I mean like you know we have we are street riders and we all get the same support we all get the same material the same but but like you know I don't know because we know we know it's so fine I, I was at Michele's team last year this is my difference yeah. you know so this is making my circle you know just a bit more compact and that's what I can take advantage of you know yeah, Mitch Evans MXGP of Great Britain as far as 450 debuts go pretty solid but the difference is I think we all expected this because you've already proven you can do it in the pre-season races so maybe the shock factor isn't there and everyone's not going to rave about how amazing you were today but truth is you're amazing. What? I feel like that might be the nicest thing I've ever said. I take that back. You're all right. Yeah, geez, mate. After listening to your podcast, that that is the nicest thing I've ever heard. Um, but no, I think like a lot of people still doubted me after those Italian races, and because you know not everyone's there and um, they're shorter races and whatnot. But yeah, I knew um, I was pretty confident after them, and. Um, yeah, like the guys said to me, oh, you know, just take it easy. It's the first first round, you know, just um, get some good points and whatnot. There's a lot of fast guys here, and they were naming names, and I said, so what? They all got one heart and two feet, you know? Like, what's any different to me? I don't care what their name is. So, um, yeah, that's the way I look at it, you know? So um, I knew I had, like, a really good off-season. I'm in a much better position, like, physically and mentally than I was last year so um, I'm really enjoying my training and um, and my time off the bike a lot more so uh, that first moto you obviously moved forward quite quickly and somehow took two seconds out of Hurlins in like a quarter of a lap which no one does by the way you're new here no one does that we we just don't do that in MXGP <laughs> but you got to him and then it was like you immediately stepped back it was almost like you were like I'm going I'm going I'm going oh shit fuck no <laughs> like did you get did you pump up when you got to him or no not at all but um like uh, from listening to his interviews I think you know he sounds like that um he's matured a little bit in the aspect where it's like I don't need to blow everyone's doors off by a minute you know so 
um, he was kind of just setting the pace a little bit and yeah I caught him and like yeah my pace was good at the start there but um, I kind of got to him and my thought process was okay this dude's really fast you know so if I pass him I'm gonna have to set the pace and he's just gonna match me so I thought I'll try and sit in behind him and just whatever pace he sets I'll try and follow that and um, I made a few mistakes after that after he seen that I was really close and if you look at the lap times he dropped his lap time by like three seconds and pretty much blew my doors off so um, that was yeah wasn't a pace that I was willing to try and commit to at round one. Um, like, like I said, it's a long season, and um, just wanted to get some good points. And um, yeah, it's gonna take a while for me to learn that pace and um, be comfortable doing that every lap. Happier with uh, second moto or the first moto? I mean, that's a tough one. I was happier with how I felt riding-wise and physically in the second moto. Um, first motor I struggled a lot with um, my breathing it felt like someone was you know had a 20 kilo dumbbell sitting on my chest every time I breathed in heavily and so that was pretty painful but yeah second motor felt better but um, yeah just a little bit bummed um, about that start but at least I showed that I can come through the pack and still get a decent result bummed that you weren't on the overall podium or is it like there's 19 more of these things so it'll happen oh no I'm I'm pissed I wish I was up there today. I guess everyone else has got two feet, like you say, so why, why shouldn't you have been up there? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I lost my streak of um, at the first round every year I land on the podium. So. Well, I was thinking, if you got on the podium today, all anyone's going to say is, oh, he's just a first round guy, so maybe yeah. it's good you didn't. Okay, well, maybe we can look. <laughs> hey, thanks for giving me some. I, I'm d- I don't know what's happened. I'm, being <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lift you up. It's are fine. you sick? You got coronavirus or I, something? I don't know. <laughs> I need to lay down. Are you feeling yourself? Just, I've just slagged off riders all over the place. I've got, I haven't got any more of that left. Um, I guess maybe you've heard, but my theory is I feel like the pre-season races, I wish they hadn't happened because now we're going to look at Vlaanderen and Covington and all these other rookies, and when they finish 10th, we're going to be like, oh, good job, their first top 10. You finish 10th now, and everyone's going to be like, oh, what the fuck, he's not as good as he was in Italy. So I feel like that changed the game a little bit for you, but at the same time, it also kind of gave you the belief that you could do it. So how do you view that? Do you wish they hadn't happened, or are you happy with how it is? Honestly, I don't really care. Oh, brilliant. Great uh, interview. Brilliant. Hey, no, I have not put as much thought into it as you have, because I don't care what other people <laughs> to think. To be fair, as I explained that, I realise that I've clearly put quite a lot into this. <laughs> that sounds like one of those things where you just sit on the toilet and you're in a daydream just going through something, you know? So, But no, like I said, I don't care what anyone else thinks, um, just as long as the people in... My team believe in me and I believe in myself. We can get the job done. Do we need to call Roger over here now to sign a deal for next year or do we want to do that later? I'm available at every round, so just call me and I'll oversee this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I wait till I win a motor, then I'll ask that so they can sign me some big figures. <laughs> do you want to come up? You can get in on this interview if you like. Oh, everyone's welcome. Or do you just want to spectate? Hey, he doesn't want his ass licked too, so... He, he doesn't deserve it. What does he do, advise people? <laughs> <laughs> um, bike, phenomenal or...? Mate, unreal. What can I say? Did you properly test the old bike? I guess not. You raced yeah. it in Japan, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, I tested the old bike and I rode it for... Yeah, I raced the old bike after two days of riding it in Japan. And, um, yeah, it was... I was surprised at how good it was. And, um, I, yeah, I rode two months in... Well, but yeah, 
two months, one and a half months um, before I went back to Australia. And then when I came back here, I rode it for like two weeks um, before we started testing on this new one. And um, the old bike was really good, but this one's a big improvement. Uh, last thing, you're clearly much healthier this year. You're not having to kill yourself to ride a 250. So not only on the bike, off the bike, you're in a way better spot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm actually lighter this year than I was last year. and I eat- How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I honestly I have no idea and I have pizza once a week and ice cream here and there maybe every night but um nah it's uh it's good that's what I mean like I I when I try when I try to lose weight I end up being heavier than what I am when I just eat normally and do what I want and enjoy life really so yeah um like I said mentally I'm in a much better position this year and I'm really enjoying everything like I wake up every day and I want to train so um it's a good feeling. Glenn Coldenoff MXGP of Britain solid good day for you I think I think even maybe your speed was better than the results shows but the most important thing is normally you end the season better than you start it and this is a solid start so you're in a good place. Yeah sure you know uh, it was it was kind of a weird day yesterday but um, I didn't put any, any good laps in and uh, I was pushing a lap but that was still in free practice so I missed, missed quite a good lap and then it started snowing and you know with the big wind and it was, was a difficult day and only ended up 18th so it's not that great for a start position uh, today but um, yeah showed this morning that I'm one of the guys you know third in, third in practice felt good felt confident and um, yeah starts we're not great, but also not bad. Um, yeah, like you said, you know, uh, two solid motos, I think, two times six. And um, especially that second moto in the end, you know, I, I could really push. So my fitness is on point and I feel good with the bike and with the team. And, you know, uh, it's a solid start. I've, I was definitely worse last year. So, um, no, it's good. What about the uh, injury you had in the off season? I guess it was only a little thing and you missed yeah. like a week, but yeah. did it actually change anything? No, yeah, just one week of training, you know, uh, I couldn't do anything for one week. Uh, my back is still quite sensitive and uh, I, I had a quite big crash and uh, actually hurt my ribs. But uh, I broke my back on T789 and, you know, also my ribs were 789. So, you know, uh, I was planning to do Riola, uh, the Italian international, but in the end, you know, I, uh, I didn't... Yeah, I did not feel that I was ready for that race yet, so uh, I skipped that one and only went to Hauxton Park. And um, yeah, usually you know, uh, Ottobiano and Mantova, full of rain, full of snow, cold, and and all that. And and La Capelle is quite similar, but now uh, it turned out completely opposite. You know, we had a big mud in uh, in Hauxton, and the other races were great. But um, you know, in the end, I did my work uh, during the winter, and uh, I feel good. And yeah, it's uh, it's been a solid start now. Like you said, the second half of the second moto today was much better than the first half. Did anything click for you? Because you were kind of just right there, thereabouts, and then you went. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I didn't took uh, the good lines. I uh, started switching, you know, halfway the moto and uh, found quite, quite good lines. And, you know, I uh, could bring up my pace a little bit and uh, passed Evans. And uh, I had a sketchy moment with uh, with Sea where we jumped uh, to each other in, uh, in the air and uh, luckily... Nobody crashed and, um, yeah, it was all right, you know, my fitness is good, so. Does this feel different to normal? This is the first year, I feel like, where you've come in with real expectations on your shoulders, not just from yourself, but 
fans like look at the amount of people standing around right now yeah. you want to obviously be world champion or at least get close to that yeah. so does it feel like more of a pressure cooker no uh, I feel like I'm kind of the underdog you know uh, really yeah <laughs> no I mean you know uh, all the eyes are on Geyser and Hurlings and, yeah. and, and of course Tony and Prado but uh, you know I, I don't feel any pressure uh, we did our work during the winter time and uh, like I said you know I feel good I feel good with the team and uh, for me that's quite important and um, yeah it's it's working about having a uh, Ryan work with you obviously he's now stood here oh, no, which kind of makes like it very I awkward but try and be truthful and honest because he doesn't care what you say it's fine <laughs> no it's good you know um, I've been following him for quite a long time and uh, the things he posts on Instagram uh, yeah it was very interesting to me and um, yeah actually after last year you know I really got the time to, to think about what I should should change and what I should do to to still improve because you know I turned 20 29 uh, this year and um, yeah you know probably only maybe six more years so uh, if I want to do something you know it it needs to be done and I felt like if I didn't do that uh, I would uh, regret it later and um, He's a guy who has quite some knowledge in, in all different aspects, you know, in uh, technique uh, on the bike. Um, Training-wise, I'll train a little different now. And um, nutrition, a uh, big thing from him is uh, the mental side. And um, he used to be always a quite aggressive guy uh, when he was riding. And uh, maybe that, that was missing with me. So um, I feel like we are quite quite good team together. And... Uh, yeah, we go along very good together. So. A lot of people kind of said that after your strong end last year, why do you need a trainer? You were clearly where you need to be. But you obviously felt there was still a little more to give or another level that you could hit. Yeah, you know, on the level I am now, uh, I feel like it's all in details. And uh, if you have a guy with a lot of knowledge, uh, a lot of experience, a guy who has been there already, you know, having the, the only focus on me, it's just uh, another eye on the track, you know, and um, I feel like uh, this can help me to, to step it up again. Uh, last thing, obviously, like we said, expectations are there this year. You were third last year, so I guess you either want to be champion or second because anything less than that is worse than last year. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's always been my dream, you know, to come one day world champion, and uh, I feel like I'll go all in this year. And uh, I used to be a consistent guy, and uh, I definitely look forward to do that again this year. And um, it's, uh, yeah, you're always riding on the limit in MGP class, especially now, you know, with this strong competitive field, you know. Um, so uh, try to be there every weekend, and uh, it's definitely a, a better start to the year than I had last year. So uh, I'm confident, and I feel good, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, Jorge Prado, MXGP of Britain. I'm still in shock for your racing, but even more surprising is that you were pretty good today. I thought you'd have speed, maybe for four or five laps, but then I thought maybe you'd drop back quite a bit. But you held your ground pretty good, and all in all, I don't think you can expect anything more. Yeah, I mean, just to, to be here racing was a, <laughs> was a, was a goal. Uh, I'm super happy that I can I could race, I could start a championship. Um, we should if we should start racing in like couple of GPs. Probably maybe Argentina was already soon for us. So maybe after that, and uh, but we could make it happen to race here. And uh, no, it was a great weekend. P10 overall, first moto I felt quite good. Also felt that I could you know gain couple of spots in some point, but um, make couple of mistakes, case the uh, mistakes, case the quad hurt a bit my hands. So. I kind of lost the rhythm there, and uh, and it was so right. I was 
pretty happy with the P9. And then second model, a bit uh, tougher conditions. I lost a bit the rhythm in one point. And, you know, when you rode just a couple of days on the bike since last time, like was Athens, so <laughs> very long time ago, um, you can't expect to, to be he- like 100% for both models. But I did my best. I tried to not to crash. Um, track was very, very tough physically, very bumpy. And um, no, P10 overall, I'm super happy. Did your uh, femur recovery go quicker than anyone expected? Like when you first broke it, was it, was the doctor saying like three or four months? Like was he, even he surprised how quickly you were able to get back on a bike? Uh, when I broke, I got surgery uh, directly, and and he was pushing a lot. Like the the surgeon, the guy who made the surgery, and and uh, already since day one, we start moving the leg to get a circulation going, and then uh, to don't lose pretty much the muscle uh, that I gain in my off-season preparation. Because then I was starting to ride the bike. And, um, yeah, the, the doctor didn't say anything. He just said, you need to you need to go. You need to train. You need to, I mean, train. Re- do the rehab yeah, yeah. Uh, as much as possible. Uh, move as much as possible. Start walking without the crutches yeah. um, as soon as possible. So he just wanted me to just walk normal since already uh, one week. So I think I start to walk without crutches after one and a half weeks. And started the rehab um, very quick start training like after real like on the bicycle and stuff after one month so I was I was happy uh, I was happy that the recovery went very quick but like I said when I when I crashed we were expecting to lose like at least four rounds of the championship were you in any pain today or sore or was it all pretty good no actually I'm not in pain zero pain uh, okay, I need to be careful with the leg. I don't really want to, let's say, uh, risk putting the leg or in the starts. I'm a bit careful that no one touches myself. and uh, But no pain. So that's something that I'm very happy. Uh, I didn't have infections during my, let's say, rehabilitation. And that made it so quick. Um, everything went clean. Today on the bike, no pain. Just, of course, need to get more bike time. How long do you think it's going to take then? Do you think maybe Trentino, you'll be more like yourself? Or is it going to be Spain-Portugal? Um, I mean, uh, Trentino, when is Trentino? One month. In one month. Then I will be one month and two weeks on the bike. So, <laughs> Which still isn't much. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this guy's got three months on the yeah. bike. Um, depends. I mean, for two weeks. And uh, let's say the first week I was running like maybe 20 seconds slower than I could right now. So very like not even putting the foot to the ground, very like testing the leg. And then just two, three days that I could did some motos, like like 30 minutes, you know. Um, yeah, I just need to keep riding, keep riding. And hopefully for sure every weekend I will see a small improvement. But, you know, these guys are riding hard. But okay. Uh, hopefully we can get to the top because I'm a world champion and uh, I need to get there because um, I like that spot (laughs) (laughs) I guess you must have work to do with a bike as well because you must have missed testing and stuff like that I was very lucky that I got my testing when the after Asen after Asen I did my testing so I did we made the bike perfectly and then I got injured but the bike was already good so that's something that we were very lucky uh, because when I started riding on the bike the bike was perfect for me Right now, the bike is good. Um, I have a great team behind me that when I need something, they will put it perfect into place or when they think they can improve, the bike will be better. And uh, and, uh, I'm super happy because everything is going very well. I don't have pressure. I just 
need to do my best. Of course, I put myself a bit of pressure because I want to do good. But uh, I need to take it easy and um, take it race by race. I need to train. <laughs> uh, last thing, obviously this was your first MXGP race. Did anything surprise you about the class? Or is it just how fast every single person is, even back to 11th? Yeah, I think like the top 15 are yeah. very fast. But um, I can't really say anything because I'm not 100%, yeah. not even close to that. Uh, but speed-wise, I didn't see myself too bad. Um, you went to the top in warm-up this morning for like a second. So that even said to me, I was like, oh, he's already got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, speed-wise, I'm not too bad. For sure, the guys on top are faster. Uh, physically, they're better. But I'm not too bad to be just behind them or... Let's say in ha after half season that I get more bike time to be, let's say, touching them, you know, a little bit like that spot. <laughs> Hopefully that's my goal for sure. If you get whole shots, it will help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. The, to this weekend I had 18 gate, yeah. gate pick. So first mode I was way outside, but it uh, was a perfect start. If, even if I uh, was in the outside, I arrived to the corner pretty quick. Yeah. Um, second moto they left the spot in the um, let's say very good in a good spot but uh, when I got it when I put my bike on let's say on the grid yeah. I saw that in the front there was a big hole so I was like ah that's why they left it <laughs> and, um, and yeah the star wasn't too good I uh, got a small wheel spin but I mean I did my best I'm happy about today we'll see what the future brings and I'm excited because it's uh, like we talked before it's a class that everybody rides hard yeah. and uh, t top 10 first GP coming from injury <laughs> Didn't expect this. Yeah, Dirk Grubel, MXGP of Great Britain. Let's just get, let's just cut straight to it. I don't have a clue what the hell you put in this awning, in the petrol, in the drinks, but you seem to just pick up riders and make them champions within two months. Like Hoffa today was phenomenal, even maybe better than Tom was at the beginning of last year, and that's saying something. Yeah, it's, it's not that we work with steroids or uh, oh no, we don't want to go there. Other substances or whatever you want to call it. No, it's just you know it's a, it's a great team effort. We, we pick riders. I mean, he comes really straight out of our pipeline. He's since years test rider for KTM R and D and make it up the ranks. And yeah, we booked him into our factory team uh, last last fall, and and he runs the same program. Let's say like Tom, together with Didi Lacher and and, and Joel to get like really a strong yeah. training regimen and yeah it just pays off it pays off maybe they get also a boost to be under a tent with so many world titles let's say you know I mean we we home 15 at the moment here so it's, it's quite impressive for these kids as well on the other side it creates pressure but like you say that kid turned some heads today maybe even more than Tom last year okay Tom in England last year also he was first podium so no awesome he would have actually deserved to, to have that heat win. Yeah. He was leading so long, and but yeah, awesome job from the kid. Awesome. Did you expect it? Like, did you see this in preseason testing? Was he matching Tom at Red Sand and all these places? Yes, he showed uh, signs of speed. Like they trained a lot together, and it was just about the distance, you know. Like for twenty minutes sprint racing, he was all good, and then the last ten minutes, Tom was still always a bit stronger, but. Yeah, he had a good race in Hawkstone as well. He had a good race in La Capelle, so confidence is growing. And today he surprised everybody, including myself. I think the most impressive thing was that he led for so long in the second moto with pressure and kept level-headed. There were really no mistakes. No, he rode super clean there, no mistakes. And, I mean, Iago was just behind him. And I think he didn't swallow that. Who passed him? 7-11, who is that? Like, 
No, I think that's why he went down, you know. Yeah. If he would have taken his time, for sure, he would have uh, got Hofer's position back. But uh, no, René didn't never look back. He just rode his rhythm and awesome. Uh, Tom, I feel like we've got maybe another Prado on our hands. Is it lots of hole shots, lots of sprint speed and maybe a lot of moto wins, but mistakes cost him today. Yeah. I mean, he was riding so smooth in that first race until that mistake happened when he came up short. And uh, yeah, he, he lost both hands on the handlebar more or less. And then he stole the bike and yeah, things, one thing added to another. And still he finished six. It's not bad, but he, he should have won it. I mean, he clearly was up front with more than 10 seconds up front there. And you shouldn't lose that. Cost him the win, of course. Still, second one, he, he strike back. He won that one. And uh, nah, he, he throws really a lot of strength. And he acts mature already you know he didn't freak out nothing and two solid stars like you say and I think we will see more from the kid I've been wondering in the, the last couple of weeks is the goal with Tom solely world title or are you trying to remove that pressure from him and say in top three in the series is good or is it all very even from him and his family is it all very world title orientated it is I mean from himself from, from us he's, he's our number one rider yeah. of course even though we treat everybody the same, but he has one more year under the belt than René and uh, the, what he showed today and also Iago. I mean, he's, he's a title contender, that's clear. I mean, it's him, Iago, Olsen. He didn't come in all healthy, but yeah. also he's, he was riding well. So you need to count him in for the title, for sure. Uh, and then over to Jeffrey. I'm not even going to ask a question. You can just tell us about his day because you know better than me. No, first race, he, he uh, off the gate was not a super quick start uh, but then he does always his first corner magic yeah I don't know how he did that because his jump out of the gate was terrible it was was maybe the worst he's ever had yeah like a bike length behind but uh, doesn't care and uh, he just breaks late and uh, and turns fast and uh, yeah hold short award basta here we go and then just pulled away a little bit stressed for a lap or two from from Evans he's young and he's motivated of course but it's good but yeah he, he pushed for two laps and then well, four second gap and then it just kept increasing and they kept fading away a bit and the end it was a solid win second one yeah was not so fortunate with the start and uh, he had to work struggled with the low sun like everybody else what, what I hear like Tim complained yeah. Tony complained many guys complained about the sun and and yeah he want to stay healthy and, and he fulfilled actually his promise from uh, Friday's press conference said I don't need to win every single heat I'm here for the big thing and he did today and I can't believe me. it no he surprised me and it's a good thing to see you know that's how you keep him here for all 20 rounds I guess the last thing you wanted is him trying to cut down a 13 second gap with the sun coming down and it would have just been a disaster exactly it's not worth it you know he won the GP anyhow okay Tim won a heat he won a heat but at the end of the day in the long run need to play smart I know he started his preparation a little bit later this year. So do you feel like his peak is coming around Spain, Portugal? Like, has he actually fulfilled his other promise and not coming into the season all guns blazing with millions of momentum? No, I mean, he rode really well in, in, in Hoxton already and uh, La Capelle also dominating with three great starts. And there was also other guys there like Faber and Desal and, and uh, Suo, whatever. I mean... He, he came in uh, with self-confidence and he rode also today like that. But I, I think he matured a bit and learned out of his mis- mistakes. It's, yeah, you don't get an award if you win by 20 seconds every heat. 
And last thing, what do you think about starting a season in uh, Europe? Obviously, it's been the first time since 2012. Does it really make a difference to you? Would you rather be in Argentina, which, by the way, it's 42 degrees there at the moment, which sounds quite nice. <laughs> no, I mean, we've been lucky. If, yeah. if you look at Saturdays, uh, I mean, uh, yesterday's combined uh, free practice qualification guys for MXCP was on the limit for me. They should have more or less even stopped it. Yeah. When that uh, snowstorm ha- came in and uh, strong wind gusts and ah, what if somebody blow- gets blown off? For yeah. they had no vision. Everybody said I w- it was blind. So, like I say, today we've been lucky again. But I wouldn't I wouldn't count on that luck all the time. In the beginning, nobody liked when we started the season in in the Middle East or somewhere or Thailand. But in the end of the day, if we start sometime end of February, beginning March, I think we need to. Yeah. It's. It makes no sense for me. Also, you take a lot of motivation out of the whole teams and the riders if, with a day like yesterday. If you yeah. would have two days like this, it would have been a disaster. You know? This would be a miserable place now. Like I said, today we get away with it, luckily. <laughs> Everybody still has a smile on his face. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't do. If I Mikkel Harrop, uh, MXGP of Great Britain. You came out. No one knows how they're going to do it the first round. But you made a bit of a statement. Fastest in qualifying. 3-3 free, free for third overall. A lot of thirds today. I guess you can't be any happier with that. It's the first round, so you'll take it. Yes, of course. I came here and uh, was just hoping for a top 10. Uh, so, yeah, to be fastest in qualifying and then do two uh, top three races was uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, now so we just try to keep the head down and uh, focus on Falcon Squad next weekend and not get too excited because it's like just, just like you said, uh, the first round. So, uh, yeah, but... I uh, I enjoyed this race a lot, and uh, the weather was much better than I expected. So uh, all in all, it was yeah, it was a perfect weekend for me. I couldn't have asked for any more. Did you expect yourself to be up there coming in here? Obviously, you've always been fast. You were fast enough last year. You just had a few too many crashes. Uh, you were fast here in the MX250 the year before. I think you won a moto pretty good. So I'm guessing you came here and expected yourself to be there or thereabouts. I think everybody knows that I've always been very quick. Uh, Maybe too quick. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes too quick, and uh, yeah, there is a lot of things which plays a part in uh, in a game like this. So uh, yeah, I, I've been focusing a lot on the mental side, and uh, it paid off today. You know, it was difficult to keep calm because yeah, qualifying first, everybody's happy, and you know, so but it, it's very important to stay focused, and I, I feel like I managed this that week, uh, this weekend. Uh, what about the FNH racing team? People might think that you've come off Rockstar Husqvarna, so maybe you're taking a step down, but their bikes are really good, aren't they? Like, really, really good. Yeah, I, yeah many people think that it, it was a decision from their side, but to be honest, uh, it was something that I decided myself. I've been together with Ice One for now four years, yep. so it was time for a change, and uh, both Husky and K- uh, Kawasaki, everybody's really happy with me, so... So yeah, it, it was a decision I made myself, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy with the change. Uh, I feel like FNH Kawasaki is doing a super job, and everybody's very happy, and uh, it's like a family for me. So uh, yeah, just looking forward to uh, more racing this this year, and uh, hopefully we can get another podium. It's good just to be able to ride and test with other MX2 riders, isn't it? Like riding with Pauls and Arminas was great, but it's not exactly helping you when you get to tracks like this. No, it, it's that's been one of the biggest diff, uh, the, the biggest uh, opportunities for me for doing this winter. Because last year, of course, there was tracks where I could beat them, but this year you have somebody to uh, spare with yeah. a little bit. You know, you can see where the speed is at, and I feel like all three riders are, are really quick in our team, so we have been really pushing it all winter. Uh, so to to be honest, the speed has never been a surprise for me that I, I, that we were so quick one and two in yeah. qualifying. Uh, so so yeah. 
but of course uh, there, it, it takes a lot more than just uh, speed to uh, to be in the podium how's uh, mark been has he hit you yet <laughs> not yet i think uh, we started out great so uh, so he's happy but uh, yeah if you start doing a, a lot of bullshit of course then you'll get it then he'll tell you immediately which is great uh, but yeah just, so far I just try to keep focused and uh, then everybody's happy you know you just try to do your best uh, last thing moving on from here you could obviously start looking at moto wins GP wins because you are capable but I guess it's just a case of stay calm take what you can get if next week it's a 7th it's a 7th and move on exactly uh, I'm not uh, aiming to do get any wins or whatever I just try to uh, yeah do proper racing and good starts and uh, yeah just enjoy riding and then we see where it takes me as long as I'm in top 10 I'm, I'm satisfied you know I just try to give it my all and then we see where we end up hey, uh, Rene Hoffer MXGP of Britain as far as MX2 debuts go I'd say that was pretty good obviously you did a couple last year but this is your proper debut you almost won the GP I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did today at all it's pretty much a perfect start yeah definitely it was amazing um, first moto, yeah, I was a little bit unlucky. I was in third and couldn't pass the second guy, and then they came from behind. And yeah, I was running six until the last lap, but then I made a small tip over on the last lap and finished eight. But yeah, I was totally okay with it. And second moto, I had the whole shot, then Jago passed me on the first straight. And yeah, first lap, I was just, I tried to send it <laughs> and passed him back. So um, yeah, but track was awesome. I, I had so much fun in the, in the second moto. And yeah, when Tom passed me, I just tried to follow him. And but it's amazing to to lead in an MX2 race. And yeah, really satisfied with this day. I'm guessing the experience that you gained from the first moto, from running up front and battling with those guys, helped you lead in the second one because you'd already done it at that point. Yeah, of course. Um, definitely better. It happened in the second moto. Um, so no, I wasn't nervous at all. Um, honestly, I just enjoyed the track. And, yeah, for my debut, it's, it's amazing, of course. Were the team telling you that you were in a position to win the overall at one point? Were they telling you that? Or was it best no, to no, keep all. the nerves away? Not at all. Not at all. They just, um, on the people, they just wrote the lap times and stuff like that. But no, no overall predictions. Did you even know that you were in a position to win the overall at one point? Or is this breaking news? Actually? At one point, you were going to win the overall. Really? Yeah. I, and I was about to say <laughs> that Red Bull KTM can just do nothing wrong okay. at all. Yes. No, I didn't know. But, of course, it's... Yeah, I didn't know it, so I was kind of no stress. Being honest, where did you expect yourself to be here? Did you have a goal in mind? I guess top 10 would have been a safe yeah. place. Of course, we said, or it's the same now. We yeah. try to be in the top 10 consistently. And, you know, we don't expect that the other races are as easy like that. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's a rookie season and we are here to, to gain experience. And, yeah, we just go race for race and do our best. I know there was a bit of a debate coming into this season because whether you'd ride EMX250 or MX2, yeah. and from what I understand, it was you who was saying, like, put me in MX2, I'm ready. So I guess you kind of knew this was coming and that a year, another year in EMX250 yes. would have been a bit of a waste. Yeah, actually, I had a tough beginning to the season last year. I had a, quite a big injury yeah. in 2018, so my winter preparation last year was not, not so good. And, yeah, but during the season, I came more and more into, into my flow and especially the MX2 results, the wildcard races were, were pretty good. And I think, yeah, like the seventh place in Imola was uh, like a click <laughs> for, the, for the KTM bosses to say, hey, let's do this. And yeah, I'm, now I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Finally, then moving forward, like you say, the goal is to keep your feet on the ground, yeah. not go to Vulcansoir saying, right, we're going to lead 18 laps again. Yeah. Just got to take each race as it comes. And yeah, it's your rookie season, so there's going to be mistakes. Yes. 
yeah, I just, you know, like I said, I just try to go race by race because I know these guys are really fast in MX2 and their intensity is so much higher than in the AMX. So, yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally exhausted right now. So I try to, to do a proper preparation for Falcons right now. And yeah, we'll see there. Ben Watson, MXGP of Britain. I don't really know where you're at because you had this hand thing. You said it wasn't an excuse, but when riders say that, it normally means that it is actually a bit worse than them letting on because they're trying to not let it be an excuse. So where are we at? Yeah, the hand was absolutely not a problem all weekend. The only thing that I'm I'm getting an effect from with that is just the bike time that I've missed. So it was Tuesday after Riola and I had a little crash and, yeah, put my hand down on the floor, but it was the one that I broke before. So it just kind of restarted the process and I had to take another four weeks away from the bike so I rode two times um, before this GP and I had some pain yeah but nothing that was making me ride a little bit slower or something it was just feeling that, that little bit of rusty feeling just needed to loosen up and yeah yesterday obviously it all got cut short and then yeah I needed the track time really but that was just what it was and the weather and everything was not playing ball so came in this morning and then feeling <coughs> Again, yeah, not not too bad. Um, just just was struggling a little bit to find the flow. I was not so smooth, and yeah, the the problem, you know, I I had an okay start in the first one, but just made it a little bit difficult. Um, I came through okay. I was riding just real tight. I had bad arm pump and had not been on this intensity for a little while, so I struggled a little bit at the beginning. And then at the end, I just the last like ten minutes, just decided to just take a step down and just try and find my flow and. And then I came good. The lap times were consistent every lap, and yeah, the speed was not too bad. So, second race I had a better start. Um, first lap, yeah, I was pushing through some guys, and then yeah, the rear brake just disappeared. Um, yeah, ideal round here. The guys, yeah, the, the guys changed the oil. My mechanic in in between the two two races, and then yeah, I'm a rider. I don't actually know the ins and outs, but anyway, the. I lost all the fluid on the first lap, so I had no, absolutely no rear brake the whole time, and it took me a few laps to just, <clears throat> you know, realise how to ride a bike without a rear brake, and um, in the end I was just really, yeah, you, you feel like a hobby rider, and then it's a little bit frustrating because everyone's watching and saying, oh, he's, he's riding shite today. And <laughs> well, I was just going to blame it on your hand, but... <laughs> yeah, no, it's not my hand, honestly, it's just, it's, my hand's fine, it's just, yeah, one of those, it's been a bad weekend, actually. Did you actually break the hand then? Because I didn't realise it was four weeks. I thought it was like two or three. Like, did you actually properly do it again or was it just sore? And Well, it's hard because on the x-rays and stuff, you can see all like the previous injury. Yeah. You see the little lines where it was cracked. And I didn't want to go into like detail of having all real scans and stuff. It was just on my feeling. And um, I took four weeks off because I was on a fault. My hand was ready to ride again. And then, yeah. Now, honestly, I have a little bit of pain when I'm riding, but nothing that's like... Uh, oh, I need to slow down here or here. I can ride just how I want it. Uh, like just like last year, we'll talk about your starts. Second race, I thought you had the whole shot. How the fuck did you come out so bad? Because I genuinely was like, oh, whole shot turned around, and you're like fifteenth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went real. Obviously, I qualified twelfth, yeah. and um, there was an issue with the inside gates where they were dropping a little bit slower. And I watched the races before and noticed that quite bad. So I was trying to avoid like the first seven gates, and. Um, then the exit of the gates were a little bit some with bumps in the ruts and, and I chose a couple of gates which I said if these are free there that's where I'll yeah. go and they were I was almost at the box um, and I think it was too wide actually because I had a real good jump a real good run down the straight and 
yeah, I thought, oh, mint, I've got a real good start here. And, and I just got, I went way too wide and, and everyone just snuck up the inside of me. So, yeah, next time I'll definitely try to go a little bit more inside. But, yeah, I was just, just one of the things you you just want to try. And actually, when you when you go outside a little bit, sometimes it you're you're with the, the slower riders. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they're not the you know the best starters or sometimes they are you never know but when you're when you're with the top guys you know everyone's going to be tipped up on the yeah. start so yeah I try sometimes to go a little bit wider just to try when I leave the gate that I've got a bit more space around me but yeah it worked in that way but my first corner I was way too wide I think I know the answer to this but much happier this year happier with the whole situation being a contender like your head's just in a better place I can kind of tell yeah no definitely I'm enjoying it a lot more all my riding's been good so far and just it's the first round i'm not, honestly not bothered at all about my day today the only thing is uh i'm guaranteed to go on social media later and see how shit i oh, see what today. i've been posting <laughs> <laughs> um but no i don't care i don't care even what the the team think in some ways you know even if they think oh you're struggling or <clears throat> i really want to just focus on myself and yeah enjoy it even if even if it's days like today if this was last year i'd be uh i'd be spewing so Nah, it's just the first round. Everyone's still positive, and the team always support me a lot. So, you know, I don't ever feel like out of pressure from them guys or anything. Just, yeah, we'll keep moving forward. And obviously, it's my last year, and then it's still my last year with the team. So, we want to make it a good one. Uh, last thing, obviously, you need to build yourself up now with bike time and all of that. How long do you think it'll be before that comes good? Like, you'll obviously have a good week this week, full weekend at Vulcan Squad. Do you think maybe Argentina, you'll be back conditioning wise at the top? Yeah, it was. It was just under four weeks that I missed so it's not honestly really that much um it's just that this time of year you you become with your riding to do like sprints yeah. so even on the first lap of the first race I was like oh, I was gassing a little bit just my lungs and that had not been really you can try and do sprint stuff in the gym and try and replicate riding but honestly nothing gets close to like the adrenaline and, and the heart rate on yeah. a motocross bike so the only way I could do that is, is getting back on the bike and, and being here at these races. So, yeah, each weekend we'll keep building. And, uh, yeah, no Vulcan's next week I'm really looking forward to. 